This is the Bible Quizzer Podcast. Thank you so kindly for joining us. My name is Kellen Baggett. Today, I'm going to give a quick review of the CI 2023. That's the Colorado Invitational Tournament. It was this uh, past weekend, February the 10th and 11th in Denver, Colorado at Woodside Baptist Church. I flew over there and had a great time working with a little bit of the stats, but more of the quiz mastering there. I didn't give any predictions beforehand as I was quiz mastering. Um, I will give some of my thoughts now that it's over. First, before I get started, I want to say huge shout out and thank you to anyone who attended the tournament or worked uh, to bring the tournament to be any capacity, whether it was stats, all the presentation for the media, for visual, uh, online, the live stream, Pastor Scott and the staff there at Woodside Baptist Church, and for all the the ladies and gentlemen who helped with the kitchen and cleaning and all of that. It was just a great tournament, and Woodside is always so hospitable. Also, shout out to the other quizmasters, Pastor Scott, quizmasters as well, and to Mr. David Douglas. So, huge shout out to them. Uh, Many thanks. Couldn't do it without them. And without further ado, I'll go ahead and jump into my analysis for what it is worth. So just a quick rundown of the teams, how they finished. First was Falls, Wisconsin. Second, McQuanago, Wisconsin. Third place, Falls 2, the second team from Falls in Wisconsin. Fourth place was PVKY. We had a two-way tie for fifth. And then six. So, sorry, two-way tie for fifth place, and that was between Woodside 1 and Fairfax, and then seventh place would have been Woodside 2. We'll start from the bottom and work our way up to the top. Woodside 2, Fairfax, and Woodside 1 all had stronger quizzes throughout the day. I think um, in... The round robin, it was clear early on that Woodside has a lot of young upcoming talent but lack a lot of experience. So for them, they might not have performed as well as they'd like to at this tournament, but if I'm Woodside, I would be very encouraged because they do have young quizzers and a lot of potential just sitting there. I think it's going to take one or two quizzers from Woodside stepping up, trying to get a lot of material, and they're right there. They actually at one point that Woodside 1 team was in a quiz that put a low on Falls 2. So I know that they have the potential. It's not like they were sitting there unable to answer questions or anything like that. So that kind of goes for both of Woodside 1 and Woodside 2. I think they were just broken up by age, but a lot of talent there. I see a lot of uh, a lot of groundwork for improvement there, and I think they can be really good um, in the next few seasons. Fairfax, Virginia. This was my first time seeing Fairfax. I believe it was my first time. They quizzed very well, and I think the more tournaments that they attend, the better they will get. I'm told they will not be at the Blue Ridge Invitational, which, by the way, I'll put a plug in for that. If you're interested in attending the Blue Ridge Invitational, it is going to be held on Saturday, March the 4th, in Shelby, North Carolina, 
If you are interested in that, please contact me, Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N, at BibleQuizzer.net, and I will try to get you all the information as quickly as I can. Again, Blue Ridge Invitational. It's going to be in Shelby, North Carolina, Saturday, March the 4th. Lord willing, I'll be there at that tournament. On continuing through this, Fairfax, Virginia. So, <clears throat> haven't been to as many tournaments. They are a newer-ish team, so they have experience, but mostly inside the AACS realm, not really deviating outside of that. I'm not incredibly familiar with their attendance record at Squanet. I haven't been able to be at Squanet the last few years, and then there's uh, the pandemic that kind of threw a damper on some of those, so I don't know how many tournaments they've actually gone to. I know they do things with Um, ODAX or Old Dominion Association of Christian Schools. I believe they have their own tournament and then everything else to my knowledge would be related to AACS which would start at their district or however they break it down in the state of Virginia then a state level competition and then they go to AACS. A lot of really uh, really good quizzers all doing um, above average jumping so every quizzer on that team seemed to get up and answer questions it wasn't like they were led by a particular individual although Aislinn did get a medal I thought that she was their best quizzer but it wasn't like she led that team and was carrying them to fifth place I felt like they were a very balanced team and that's a team that I see hey if they come to more tournaments they're gonna get this thing figured out and become better and better so That's it on Fairfax. Um, Generally less experienced than the teams that finished ahead of them, but I see a lot of potential there. Again, I think they're going to be good for a few years to come. The more they come to, the more experience they'll get at this level, and they will continue to improve. Moving on, fourth place, PVKY. I was extremely excited to see PVKY. That's Pleasant View, Kentucky. I had not seen them in three or four years, maybe longer, and I was so encouraged to see them. It is interesting to me because the quizzers who are now presumably in middle school and high school, I remember as very, very young elementary quizzers or even pre-elementary quizzing age before they were even really eligible back when I was quizzing. I find that incredibly encouraging, and let me tell you, If you are with Pleasant View, Kentucky right now, I think you should be very encouraged because that team is going to be solid. And they might might be the team that we're talking about in the falls category now a few years down the road because I was told they have many more back home who weren't in attendance at this tournament but young quizzers. That's extremely encouraging because this team took let's see here they took a team that overall was pretty balanced it wasn't uh led by one very strong quizzer and they had i assume middle school and high school age quizzers and they were very solid but again lacking some experience i don't think they were as um i guess aggressive as pvky that i would have quizzed in the past certainly um, before my day when, you know, they won, I think, 12 or 13 majors over a four- or five-year period. It, it's an insane number of dynasty back in the uh, mid to late 2000s. Anyway, 
PVKY was very good, and I think ultimately they hit their ceiling and maybe even overachieved. I think they were the fourth, third or fourth best team there, and I felt like they kept themselves in quizzes, and honestly, towards the end there, they might have gone a little further, but the three teams that finished ahead of them, I felt were all better than them, and I don't feel like PVKY lost of their own, you know, they didn't lose because they took themselves out of the equation. I feel like they quizzed very well, and the teams that finished above them were just better than them. I think that's how you would like to see it fall, and I think PVKY, I don't know if they're going to be at Blue Ridge. I kind of assume that they will be at Squanit and will represent the state of Kentucky in April at AACS, but that's a team, if they come to more tournaments, hopefully we have minor tournaments or summer events. I would love to see them at um, the Greenville area Summer Spectacular or maybe even going up to the Mass Mid-America Summer Spectacular at Falls. That's a team that would, I think, Bible Quiz is better whenever Pleasant View is better. It's it's kind of like the NFL is better when Green Bay Packers are better, but that's a side note. Very happy for PVKY. Glad to have them back, and I hope they attend more tournaments and we continue to see them improve. All right, I'm going to pivot here to the top three, which the state of Wisconsin has a monopoly on, particularly two ministries, an A team and a B team from Falls and McQuanago. So third place was Falls 2 or Falls B, Falls Thunder, whatever you want to call them, made up of younger quizzers, not the core of the really, really, really strong quizzers at Falls. Emphasis on the word really there because this team is just they're phenomenal, and I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Falls B, Falls 2, whatever we want to call them. <clears throat> I think they were the third best team in this tournament overall. A balance of experience and quizzing well. They knew their material. They did get a low early on, and I think that might have propelled them to slow it down, quiz a little more conservatively, and they were able to carry through um, to the finals. I definitely will not make an argument that Falls 2 is better than Falls 1 or McQuanago. I think there's a considerable drop from 2 to 3 as far as the strength of the teams go. But Falls B is a bunch of young quizzers. So, I mean, what do you expect? They're going to be younger. They're not as experienced and not as developed as their top quizzers. That's to be expected. Falls B, though, to me, if we look at it this way, and I know it's not completely black and white as far as age goes between their A and B team. Falls B is going to be Falls A of the future. And if you're Falls, you're encouraged. That's, you know, that's really high performing teams in the future. Once, once your A quizzers are graduated from high school, they're going to be filled with these quizzers from Falls Thunder, Falls 2, Falls B, a lot of talent there, oozing with talent from Falls. It's, it is a dynasty. We'll go ahead and call it that. Nothing else really to say on Falls B. They're already great. They're going to continue to be great, and they will replace the Falls A quizzers one day as being probably the best team in the country or running for it. Um, moving on, I'll spend a little more time here on the top two, Falls, Wisconsin, and McQuanago, Wisconsin. There, okay, so when I said there was a gap from two to three, 
I will back that up by saying, and the stats match my theory on this, that gap is caused by the top quizzers on each of those top two teams. Individually, Hanelin Van Gelderen was the top quizzer of the tournament, the main, the top quizzer from Falls 1. Lydia Roberts was the second highest quizzer at the tournament and was the top quizzer on her team, McQuanago, Wisconsin. And that was actually really close in individual stats. If I'm not mistaken, it was only a one or two question difference between Lydia and Hannah Lynn to be the top quizzer at the tournament. So great job to both of them. I think both Hannah Lynn and Lydia are really, really strong quizzers. They're amazing performing at that level. And honestly, I think those two quizzers alone, if you took Hannah Lynn and put her on any of the teams that finished third to seventh in this tournament that immediately propels them into the top three and I'm not exaggerating in the least bit when I say that if you took Woodside one and put Annalyn on that team they're a top three team maybe they don't beat their falls one team because of its depth but I think it's a top three team same case with Lydia Roberts if you take Lydia Roberts and stick her on Woodside two Woodside one PVKY or Fairfax it's a top two top three team Having said that, both of those teams got to the finals because they were led by their incredibly dominant top quizzer, Lydia from Aquanago, Hannah Lynn, Four Falls, and the finals were very exciting. Falls did perform considerably stronger in those final two quizzes, but I never felt like it was a complete blowout either way. Now, for the rest of the team, Hannah Lynn had Steven Jr., who is more error-prone than Hannah Lynn. And Charity, I believe, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but I believe it's Charity Schultz. Among others who got questions when they needed and consistently pulled through. I think the only middles that Falls 1 took in the tournament were to McQuanago, so that makes sense. And neither team got a loss before getting to the finals. So Falls beat McQuanago twice in a two-team quiz to win the tournament. McQuanago, you know, they I know they took a few middles, but if I'm not mistaken in this, looking back, most of their middles, save one or two, were against Falls 1. So it's appropriate that I think those were the best two teams. I think... The gap, like I said earlier, the gap between the second-place team and the third-place team was pretty wide. And McQuanago got there in a similar way, except I think McQuanago, outside of Lydia, had more people kind of jumping sporadically to get anywhere from one to three correct per quiz, particularly with Matthew Roberts and then Nathan. And Nathan... We'll call him Nathan G. I don't want to butcher his last name. But Nathan, for McQuanago, young, blonde quizzer, he's, I don't know his age. I think he's in the 6th to 8th grade range. I don't think he would be a freshman yet. He's a great quizzer. He's a very young quizzer in terms of, um, we'll say, jumping maturity or making um, best educated guest jumps. He is aggressive. But I love that. At his age, he's amazing. And I think for McQuanago getting in there, it required 
his and Matthew's points to beat Falls. And I don't think it worked out because they were partially too aggressive. However, that team is solid and they're going to be really good for years to come. I think Nathan has the potential to be the best quizzer in the country um, next season even and forward. He's just really solid and I see a load of potential there. And Matthew Roberts as well. And the rest of their team, all of them contributed really and have tons of potential. Falls is the same way all of them contributed. I think Naomi and Charity are far more conservative in the way they quiz, whereas your main go-getters for points are going to be Hanlon and Steven. And Steven's right there too. I would say he's a top five quizzer in the country and he's going to go nowhere but up. So overall, I think the teams were pretty similar in the way they got to the finals. Obviously, Falls was stronger at the end, and overall, I do think Falls is stronger. I think Falls will probably wind up being the number one team in the country overall. The ballot that was taken after this has them as the unanimous number one, McQuanago number two. Right now, Ridgeview is ranked third, and Ridgeview is not in attendance at CI. I think the Blue Ridge Invitational is going to hold more weight because I, right now I think all three teams will be there. McQuanago told me they are planning to go. I believe Falls is going. Don't have that confirmed yet. And I'm pretty sure Ridgeview, Tennessee is going. So that will be a fun matchup. To my knowledge, since the major season has started, Athens in January and forward, we haven't had a tournament with those three teams in attendance, but I think clearly those are your top three teams. Now, let's pivot a second. Um, talk about Falls here for a minute. So I want to point this out. In 2020, I believe, we had a series of podcasts, or Matt did, on top quizzers of the last quiz cycle. And among those were Bobby Smith, Dalton Croy, and Jonathan Swaffer. And one of the metrics, you know, in the voting that they did for those quizzers was the number of majors they won. And I want to point something out that happened over this past weekend and make sure my numbers are correct here. So Falls, to my knowledge, this is including non-major tournaments, Falls has won the last nine tournaments that they have attended. And... I have Hannah Lynn as winning five majors, and she's a sophomore. Now, to put that in perspective, we said in 2020, over that last nine-year cycle of material, that the best quizzers um, among the top were Bobby Smith, Dalton Croy for Athens. Bobby Smith was Hillsdale, Florida, and then Jonathan Swaffer was kind of a combo between Easley, South Carolina, and Kettle Marine, Wisconsin. Those three quizzers, over the time that they quizzed, won five majors. All those quizzers are graduated. Let's put that back into perspective for Hannah Lynn. She's a sophomore, and she's won five major tournaments. Ladies and gentlemen, that is an insane stat, okay? We've got, like, the Tom Brady or Joe Montana for their stage here of Bible quizzing, okay? So... Kudos to Falls for winning nine straight tournaments, and shout out to Hannah Lynn Van Gelderen for winning five majors, and she's just a sophomore, and I don't think that she's done. I think they will continue to win until 
uh, some of these other teams are able to hang with him. She is great with any type of question thrown at her. She can answer partial question, partial reference questions like no one's business. Her knowledge of the material is pretty unmatched. I think she gets up and she's very versatile with all question types. A lot of quizzers struggle with a particular type of question. For example, some quizzers are great at general or partial reference questions and they struggle with quote type questions where every word has to be absolutely verbatim. Not Anna Lynn. She can answer quotes. She's reliable on partial reference questions. Very difficult worded questions. She knows her keywords. There's no telling how much time she invests knowing the material and I have a lot of respect for that and I was in awe watching her and Lydia Roberts as well just nail it's like they went into a quiz and everybody was watching okay how fast or how early in the quiz will Hannah Lynn and Lydia quiz out that's how strong Hannah Lynn and Lydia were relative to the rest of the pack and I think that's awesome so I just want to give a little shout out there and a perspective of okay this quizzer has won five major tournaments as a sophomore and the last quiz cycle we said that some of the best quizzers of that cycle won five majors in the entirety of high school so she's really really good and falls is really really good this is a dynasty and i think it's going to take some of these teams like i said um stepping up and more teams coming in to find a way to beat them so I'm not going to leave it as a cliffhanger here then. How do you beat Falls? They're so strong. They're stacked. They have depth. They have the best quizzer in the country. How do you beat them? Well, for one, I think it's definite. It starts what the whole point of Bible quizzing is. It's knowledge of the material. So I think you have to have a team that is going to give knowledgeable answers to the material. They know their stuff. And they're not going to make mistakes on questions that are gimme. So a gimme is something like you get up on a well-timed jump, it's from your verse, and the answer is obvious within the parameters of that verse. I would say a gimme, if you know your material well, you're going to answer that question correctly above 90% of the time. So that's first. You're going to have to have a knowledge of the material. Two... It's going to take a team that is going to make minimal mistakes on other types of questions. As in, can't miss a lot of 50-50s, which a lot of those are, like the name implies, you've got a 50-50 shot of getting it. But you can't be drawn into errors because, and this kind of goes into point number three on how you beat them. Falls has so much room for error, they can make mistakes and still come back. Which tells me, if you're a team that's hoping to knock off Falls in a quiz, and I'll point this out too, Falls so far in a major tournament has not taken a low in a three-team quiz. The only low they have taken so far was to Ridgeview in a two-team quiz. And how they did that was Falls got into a lot of air trouble early. 
fall or excuse me Ridgeview took advantage of that by not getting into air trouble of their own so I think first it's knowledge of the material second it's not getting up and making a lot of timing mistakes three it's taking advantage of and not making mistakes of your own when you can capitalize on a false mistake which they're not going to make often so you've got to be able to capitalize on it four it's going to have to be driven by quizzers who are not intimidated by momentum shifts and handle in and company taking control of a quiz a lot of bible quizzing just like basketball is on momentum now i'm not a believer in you know stephen curry just hit his last three-pointer which you know momentum that increases his probability of hitting his next shot no that's not what i'm saying but in bible quizzing it's a fact that you get momentum as a quizzer or team and it can be devastating to the other team draw them into doing things like over jumping or misquoting an easy verse and you kind of have the quiz handed to you on a silver platter With falls, you cannot do that. There's no room for error on that. So I think it's going to take a quizzer or a team of quizzers who are not going to be intimidated by that and who will engage the aggressive style with the proper balance of being aggressive or holding back and being conservative because falls is so good and they're so tough to beat and it's not like they're going to hand you a quiz. You're going to have to beat them that way. So... A combination of things it's really hard it's a knowledge of the material it's not making um really um very many mistakes as far as timing goes and it's capitalizing on the mistakes that falls may make in a quiz and it's not being intimidated it's a lot of mental toughness and perseverance to stick with them hang with them in a quiz don't let them get too far ahead and that's my two cents on how you would beat falls now do i think um falls is going to be beaten i don't know i think it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the year plays out i'm very excited for the blue ridge invitational and squanet and aacs coming up now aacs falls will not be in attendance so that one will be um slightly less valuable for whoever wins aacs it'll still it should be a good tournament but falls won't be there So I think right now, if you're Falls and you win the Blue Ridge Invitational and or Squanet, as long as Falls doesn't lose two of those tournaments or they win one of them, I think they are going to be the number one team. I don't vote in our rankings, and I'm just giving a prediction there. But it's going to require them losing one of those tournaments and probably getting put out getting lower than second if I had to guess for them to not be the number one team in the country so I know I started off by saying this was going to be a CI 2023 review podcast I did that it was quick then just wanted to talk a little bit more about Falls and McQuanago and why they're so good how it's why it's so tough to beat them and how from my perspective a team could go about doing that but If you're listening to this podcast and this is your first exposure to Bible quizzing and you have more questions or perhaps you've been to a tournament and have more questions, please reach out to me. It's Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N, at BibleQuizzer.net. I would love to get in touch with you if you're listening and you've been involved for years or longer and you don't have questions but you have thoughts, comments, or ideas on how we could... um, improve bible quizzing or make it bigger and better um please also reach out we'd love to hear your ideas but this has been the bible quizzer podcast see ya